The I Am Independent podcast with Loretta and Bianca. Stories, advice and discussions to resource, encourage and support independent music artists. Hi guys, welcome to the I Am Independent podcast with Loretta and Bianca. This week is a bit of a chatty one, hopefully not a rarity one, but um, recently um, the founder of Spotify, Daniel Eck, made some comments that really pricked our little hearts and we have some things to say about it um, from the perspective of independent artists and we, just, we feel like it's quite important for us to just talk about it and just provide maybe some other thoughts and some encouragement to the independent artist community. Yeah, so we will try not to rant, um, but um, we're trying to stick with the facts, at least to start with. So I've got a quote here from him, which did spark a little bit of controversy in the music industry, particularly amongst independent artists. But the quote says this, you can't record music once every three to four years and think that's going to be enough. The artists making it realise it's about creating continuous engagement with their fans. It is about putting the work in, about storytelling around the album and keeping a continuous dialogue with your fans. I feel, really, that the ones that aren't doing well in streaming are predominantly people who want to release music the way it used to be released. So there we go. There's the quote. There is the quote. Um... It's interesting, actually, because on the surface of it, the first half, I don't have a massive problem with, yeah. uh, in that, We've said many times we're on I Am Independent that it's important to be consistent. Um, but we've never told somebody how often that should be. Um, and um, the bit that I have a problem is, is when it then says, I feel that the ones that aren't doing well in streaming are people who want to release music the way it used to be released. Um, now, from the, where he sits as the CEO for Spotify, I don't know how he could possibly... Um, tell independent artists in particular why their um, track isn't is or isn't doing as well as perhaps an artist that's got a major machine behind them um, so even that in itself to say it's about how the whether the artist is being consistent enough or putting enough work in is not the full picture and for it coming from someone like him who's making a lot of money out of independent artists as well as signed artists it's just a little bit of a hard pill to swallow. It really, really is. And I think there is something where we have to acknowledge that the landscape has changed. The landscape for um, music consumption and releasing music um, has shifted in in the last years and it is continuing to do so. So the years where we could, an artist could maybe just release music and hide their personality, hide who they are, um, just let it be about the music. For the most part, um, those that kind of era is is no longer. There is um, a need to um, lift the veil, create story around what you're doing, like build community between yourself and your audience and your potential audience in whatever way suits you as an artist. Um, so the landscape has changed, and there is a need to engage on other platforms and just find ways to to give access and that in turn then helps um, with the quote-unquote success i.e people in the engagement with from the audience 
to your music it helps with that um but it is galling to hear somebody who isn't an artist tell you that you're that you're not successful because you're not pumping out content all the time um and, it, and it's galling because it's so hard to be an, an independent artist it's so hard to be a person who's going okay i feel like i have something to share i feel like i have a gift i feel like music is the thing that i want to do with my life and then start to make those steps and what it takes to re- create record create um, a vision and a story around your music and then release that and, all, and doing all that and then doing that, that again and again with very little return with so little return but to continue to do it because that baby step you believe is a baby step in the direction of the life that you want to live i think it's so galling to hear somebody say that and to know that all the effort that you put into doing that most of that financial pie has been taken by somebody else the very person who's making those comments um when you talk about so little return it's from people like spotify who are not investing back in artists in in how they're due so to suggest artists aren't doing enough and then when they do to have so much taken i think that's where the difficulty is and also suggesting that artists are only putting in the work when they're releasing music the whole thing of being inspired and writing is actually quite a painful process for some artists you know it's not just pumping out things like a a factory um, and those who particularly feel called to do authentic music out of authentic experiences, you can't kind of just conjure those up. Um, those they, they come when they come. And yes, there's a balance in our boot camp. We talk about all the things he mentioned, creating storytelling around your releases. We talk about that in our boot camp. We talk about um, the themes and the, the other things that can help and aid your release. But ultimately, it all comes down to the music, which comes from the artist. And the music is king, always. The music is first and foremost. And to not almost appreciate, I don't know, maybe a bit of a strong word, but the sacredness of that and what an artist brings is um, is definitely smarting to hear. <laughs> it really, really is. And, I mean, I was almost at a loss for words in a lot of ways. And it, it's also discouraging. I found it quite a discouraging um, statement because what if you could, what if your career and your life is set up where you can only really release music every year and a half, two years, like, you know, three years. What if that's just, that is the only way that you can do it right now? The the messaging you're getting is that you might as well not, like there's, you're not going to get anywhere. But so I just want to encourage artists that actually you need to be where you're at and you need to grow to where you want to be um, and not to be even discouraged from the starting blocks um, by any sort of statement like that. You know, um, we all start where we've got to start and we learn the landscape. We're learning this business. We're learning what sort of artists we want to be as well. And also just like to look for artists, look for artists who are doing what you would love to do or at where you would love to be. And how would they do, how have they done that? Like really track back their career um, and how have they done that? They may not have done it that way. They may not have done it this kind of um um, music by numbers way where you have to you know there's a formula there are other marketing companies who do subscribe to this formula and he, as I said we teach a lot of these things in our boot camp but I always go to pains to say like you're an artist and you have to um, 
be true to yourself as an artist whilst marrying that with strategic thinking. And so um, because we're artists, there are so many different types of artists. There's so many different lanes that you can go, you can be in. And, and, there, and there isn't just one way of getting to the place that you want to be. So I think there's a lot of study. I think there's so much resilience and also like knowing where you are. Like if I can only release a few songs this year, but that's where I'm starting, but I'm hoping that next year isn't, I'm building towards next year not being that way in the year after, then I don't, I, I choose not to be discouraged by that statement. Like I choose to basically throw that statement in the bin. I think one of my issues as well is for some, uh, an entity like Spotify, which I'm not against, I actually love Spotify. I think particularly in the beginning, it was a great way for many independent artists to finally be discovered and heard in a way that they weren't before when radio were the gatekeepers. Um, but I think the idea that a company like Spotify or any like it should be telling us what the rules are is when they haven't walked that, when there is no formula. And when the, if there is a formula, the next time that formula doesn't work or it's constantly changing, that's what I, I struggle with. And actually, in um, a post that I saw addressing this, um, Somewhere Soul, who are on Instagram, really great account, really um, advise you to check them out. But they post some really good questions, and I was thinking we could talk about those. And some of the things they were asking were, is quantity over quality a good strategy? Because that's what this is suggesting, as well as whether he's forgotten. The question was whether he's forgotten that music is an art form rather than a commodity and I think those things those two things are a question that independent artists wrestle with because we can well creatives wrestle with comparison am I doing enough um the whole idea of being authentic and true to your art versus is this going to sell are people going to want to play it on radio is it commercial those are questions that do come into our to our minds and whether we are doing enough but I would always say quality over quantity always um and that ultimately the artists themselves as we've always said you define what success means to you not somebody else and i think we live in that tension i mean i you know we're talking earlier but i yeah as an artist we live in the tension between wanting our music to reach far and wide and also wanting to be true to artistry even if that truth is not appealing to hundreds, thousands, millions of people. We live in that tension between outward success and what success means to us by like, I've created this thing and I just love it so much. I can't stop playing it. I can't stop playing my own song. I love it. I don't know if anyone else is gonna love it, but I love it. We live in that tension. And I think um, in some ways it, we need to wrestle with that. And I don't necessarily think we need to give ourselves to one or the other. I think we do lean, need to lean heavily into our uniqueness as artists, as I say, with strategic thinking. Um, I, I We've said it a lot of times, but I think that defining your success and knowing your why, why you're in this is really, really important because you may ultimately not want to live the life of Taylor Swift, who has the machine and um, has you know, 70 people who ha- who are a part of her decision-making process, but that's the price she pays for that global success. You actually may not, if you was put in those shoes, not know that actually, I don't want to live that life. I actually want to live the life of, say, 
I don't know, Laura Marlin, who is an incredible um, folk artist who, you know, when she when she puts on a show, thousands of people will come and, and when she puts out um, um, music that she has a very loyal following and she can, she makes a, I'm sure she makes an, an, an awesome living from her music, but she does it on her own terms. She makes music when every few years, she's not always in your face. She's not trying to be bigger and she's trying to create and she's 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 got things to say and she's got um musical language to share and to find it for herself and then share it with the world and this is her job um and she has a loyal following in 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 to the extent that she can continue to do this for as long as she would like to do this do you want a career that looks like that um and i can name so many people whose careers and um, are the careers where they they are not making music neither are they in on in our faces um constantly but you don't see them for a long time and then they come back and they have they have such the following that they've nurtured their following to the place where their their audience knows what to expect for them from them and they are happy with that and so I think it's knowing your why, knowing the life you want to live. And if you want to, if you want to be that person that is up there doing all the things and um, you have the big machinery and you're, you've got you're, you've got your sights set on that goal, then absolutely, you'll, the likelihood is you will need to um, adopt some of these strategies that will help you to get there. Um, and if you want to be a different type of artist, you will need to adopt different strategies and work in a different way. Um, so I just don't think it's just one lane and this is what artists are and this is what artists need to do or otherwise, uh-uh, failure. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredibly important to us here at I Am Independent that we make sure we scratch you exactly where you're itching and therefore we are going to be answering your questions over on our Instagram page. If you're not following us already on Instagram, it's at We Are Independent Artists. And if you do have a question on anything related to being an independent artist, you can either contact us on Instagram or send us an email to info at iamindependent.co.uk. Um, yeah, I mean, just along with that, um, the first of anyone who's been on our boot camp before or who's considering it, the whole of the first section is all about knowing your why and um, defining what success means to you. And the reason we start with that is because we honestly believe that nothing else can happen to do with being an artist until you've worked that out. And it's a process and it could take time and it can take, it's not a one-time thing. It might may even change and evolve and um, you kind of do it on the job. So your your first EP, if you look back to it, may be completely different to the music you're making now. But it, it's about understanding who you want to be. And when you know what kind of artist you are and want to be, it helps you to make decisions about what you do and don't do and will and won't do. But I really wanted to talk around what we allow to speak into our artist journey um, and really deciding what's healthy for you and what isn't. I think as creatives... Uh, all creative people, uh, all people, but particularly creatives, are prone to comparison. And we've posted about this before on our Instagram account and had a real huge amount of engagement um, from people saying exactly the same thing. And it's so easy as artists to compare yourself to somebody else, particularly if they're in a similar genre to you. But each journey is individual. And it's the freedom really comes with knowing your lane so that you can stay in your lane. 
Um, somebody explained to me once, like, you know, if you're swimming in a lane, you slow down when you start trying to see if someone's overtaking you or catching you up. If you just concentrate on what you're doing in your lane, you'll go, you'll do your best, basically, um, which isn't necessarily even the fastest, but your technique, everything, you're, you're just concentrating on what you're doing and not what anybody else is doing. And I think um, as artists, because there's so much advice out there and you should do this and you should do that, it can be really easy to have one comment by somebody who's in a high position, like the CEO of Spotify, that can end up paralyzing you or staying with you for, for years. Um, as many of you know, we do coaching with artists and I've coached numerous artists where before we can get on to what's really behind their procrastination or not get to their release, it's actually come down to often to dealing with something that's been spoken to them, perhaps even years before, a teacher or more likely, a meeting with a label exec who pretty much just told them they were never going to make it or nobody's into your music anymore or you need to change this and they from that one person's comment took that on board and it had paralyzed them for years and certainly influenced what they put out and I'm not saying don't listen to people who have got a track record but I do think we need to when we know our why we've got something to measure up comments to so if someone's saying well you're never going to get to number one in the charts with that if you're like well I don't that's not part of my plan then it's fine if if it is that can be devastating or if you think I don't really want that but I should be able to do that that's when it becomes a distorted thing to listen to and I know that with with us um with Bianca and I and with the other artists I manage um we've created a safe space where we can even amongst ourselves share music and get honest opinions and I think it's really important to do that and it might not even be other musicians it might be somebody in your family or somebody you really trust who you know is going to be honest with you um, and say if they think something's not working or but at the same time they're going to be able to encourage you and pull out of you what they what you have said to them almost hold up a mirror to you to reflect back I know you've said you want your music to do this this is you um, or I know you don't see this, but I really see this in you. How about trying this? And I, I think it's about choosing people who um, are going to understand you as an artist, know your journey, and just choosing who, what weight you give to certain people's comments. Um, we spoke quite a while back, um, actually maybe it was only a few months ago, about a comment where someone was talking about writing songs for algorithms on Spotify, and I got really angry at you know, Spotify again. I, got, I really am a fan of Spotify, honestly. But I got angry about that, the idea that an artist is with their pen literally writing a song so that an algorithm would click in. I mean, I think something's gone wrong with artistry if a song's written only on a formula like that. And there is a balance with that. If you listen back to our podcast recently with Jake Isaac, he talked about learning structures and what works in a song and where to do a lift. I'm not opposed to that. To, to learning a craft, the craft of songwriting. But when we start pandering to machines in order to gain popularity from people whose opinion doesn't matter and we don't even want at the end of the day because they're not our tribe, then there's a problem. Imagine creating a whole career on songs that, um, that like tripped the algorithm to then like make you really popular and then you were really popular and then you just hated the music that you made imagine that life that that is like mad to me i think that happens when people when record labels bend an artist into what they want and they put a record out that they hate yeah that's mad i i, I just 
I think what what we're about is like we just love the artists and we love um artists being artists like you know I'm writing now I'm writing for for a new project and just writing a song and just loving that song and feeling like ah just the next day just listening to it in, in its raw form with just me on in my voice note and just like loving this song that I've just wrote and no one's heard it but I love it I love my progression I love the fact that I've grown I, I wouldn't have written this song a year two five years ago but like but because of the work I put in with you know learning and just growing myself musically like I was able to write a song that I really really love like like I, I never want any artist to be robbed of that feeling you know what I mean like we're first and foremost artists who should love our work ourselves. I remember um, Amy Winehouse in an interview, someone asked her, like, who do you write for? And she was, like, confused. Um, she was like, all right, my song's for me. And he was like, right answer. I think he was a musician as well, like, right answer. Like, because we should be writing for ourselves first and we should be literally loving the stuff we're creating with ourselves or the collaborations we're doing all the things that we're doing and then we want to share that and find the best way possible to market and share the actual art that we adore to the world and so um i just think our focus needs to be there we need to learn all the tips and tricks but guys like if it takes you time to create the music that you adore and when it's out you're gonna you know that you're gonna love that in five years even if you've grown past that point like however long that takes you to do that do it like that's that's just my bottom line message mm. and i just uh, wanted to read this quote that i read again another great instagram account called the creative independent and i just think this pretty much sums up i think what we're trying to say it's actually a quote from jaya tolentino who's an author of the New York Times bestseller, Trick Mirror. So the quote says, if you can work in such a way that the process will be pleasurable enough that even if nothing comes of it, the work is an end in and of itself, then you'll be okay. I think something is successful if I think I got myself anywhere new at all, which doesn't mean getting anywhere conclusive. It doesn't mean getting anywhere definitive. I could have just moved something in my mind. And I just really love that, just the idea of, you know, the process. If you if you enjoy that, then um, that's enough in and of itself. And I know, in a sense, if we really want to, you know, if we want to be uh, successful, again, define what that is. But we, you know, we're all for, and we do say, you know, you've got to get your music out there and got to do it. But I just think the whole, if we start doing things for formulas and pandering to people who have never been in, in the shoes of an artist telling us how to do it, um, the pleasure is going to be drained out of it for a start and I think um, that so much is gained in the process of being an artist and that's what the world needs sharing the process itself is art in itself absolutely so those are our thoughts on Daniel Eck Daniel Eck's comments to the artist um, if they resonate with you guys go for it um, those were our thoughts see you next time And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list where you'll receive a free 10-day guide especially designed to inspire and equip independent music artists with some really useful, practical and inspirational resources. Sign up at www.iamindependent.co.uk For more great content from I Am Independent, find us on social media at We Are Independent Artists. Check out our Spotify playlist for new music from independent artists. Search We Love Independent Music. <laughs>